Kind of Cool, a way too deep dive into the shallowest people on the planet. I'm Elizabeth, and I'm joined by my lovely friend and co-host, Mr. Alex Morand. Call me an offshore oil rig, because I'm liable to spill. <laughs> I love it. That is amazing. The Rena Rose party spill. Yes? Uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> we are also joined by my lovely sister, Miss Julia Baker. My relationship is ending, and my comfort food is Pringles. Amazing. I don't know who that's for. Shep and Pringle. Yes? Yes. What? We can get into it with Southern Charm, but I am obsessed with something that happened to where I wake up every morning and check Insta to see if there's any announcement. How did I not catch this? Okay, this this I don't know what you're saying, but I I caught the relation Shep and Pringles, of course. Let's start with Southern Charm, so I don't leave you in suspense. Got it. Okay. My tagline, let's see if you can guess who it's for. Art imitates life, and like my life is like a movie, and movies are art. Austin? Yes, this is for Austin. I Dad, just... I'm in a U-Haul. It's like a movie. <laughs> it's like poetry, like my poems that I wrote. Do we think those are recent poems? Well, yeah, yeah, yes. But... Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, per Julia's request, let's get into Southern Charm. Mm-hmm. Okay, Southern Charm. Julia, do you want to start with your take yes, from Julia, the internet? What yes. are you talking about? So what I'm talking about is when we were at the clam bake, Pringle gave a toast, and it was a toast to Madison's engagement, <laughs> Olivia, whose party it is, Naomi for being Naomi, and and Taylor for being the secret love of my life. Oh, And okay. I thought... <laughs> So Taylor will be on for another season is what you're saying. I am obsessed. I wake up and check Pringle, the most boring Instagram account of all Bravo celebrities, and Taylor's Instagram account every morning. Made some breakfast for my kids. Yes. I have nothing to report on this except for like Taylor and Shep haven't taken any of their relationship pictures down, making me think that they're more on a pause. Well, they can't for this Or show. that they've been faking it this whole time. That's my Because I remember stance. when... Craig and Naomi, um, before like it was shown on Bravo that they had broken up, like still kept them in each other. Like they were in each other's like profile pics and stuff. So I think sometimes like they do play that game. I think they're probably contractually obligated. Like you're going to take away from Mm -hmm. this season if you announce it. But to your Pringle point, Julia, I'd say with almost any other cast member, I would like look past that as like a joke. But we know Pringle is very upfront with how he feels about people. Like yes. how when he met Madison, he was like immediately like, I have my designs on her. So maybe there's some truth to it. Yeah. I think there is. And I think that he stands a chance because he's already proven he can commit and have children. He loves taking his friends' ladies. Yes. <laughs> Another good point. So we need to talk about olivia and austin they broke up before they even started their relationship's falling apart and they don't even have one taylor asks olivia did you guys define the relationship if you tell someone before you've started dating we need to take it slow there's no slower than not dating i was confused i truly thought they broke up last episode i did i thought that was a breakup scene they broke up after going on one date, and it's weird because her parents are still like, oh, he's so charming, and she's like, I know. It's, she has to say I know so she can get on the show, that's my guess. 
her pissing off Austin by inviting Madison is her only personality trait, and I like that. Yeah, 100%. But other than mm-hmm. that, I cannot remember this girl's name. No, with the fact that every time we talk about her, we have to pause and we're like... And I know someone named Olivia. Mm-hmm. I should be able to pull this one out of the hat, but I can't. <laughs> so we got to see Caleb's true colors, which is very interesting thinking back to the first episode where Catherine is getting so mad at Caleb for talking to Naomi. And we're like, oh my gosh, Catherine's so crazy, but we kind of know what she is because we've seen other seasons of Southern Charm. But then Caleb goes up to Naomi, says that he doesn't like Catherine, realizes he's fucked up, goes to Catherine and said, basically turned it around. And the craziest thing is, is that he knows she will see this. So he already has it planned out to break up with her. I was thinking about that too. Like he's not dumb. He's mic'd. Or is this a Lisa Barlow hot mic? No, no. No, but I do think maybe he's known Naomi for a while. Maybe he just let his guard down too much. And in his mind, maybe he does think she manipulated him into saying that. But in reality, she just like said like one sentence to him and he started like pouring it all out. But I actually think that he really does think that she like somehow tricked him into admitting that. When in reality, like, no, like... (laughs) was just like kind of like ready to tell someone that and just like had his guard down he was too vulnerable in that moment i think i mean the fact that naomi doesn't like Catherine and was still like dude this is fucked up why are you telling me this mm-hmm. 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 which leads us to the most incredible editing of bravo of all time craig's invite to coffee with naomi with the flashbacks of Paige <sighs> telling him he can't have lunch he can't get his nails yep. done and there he is, mm-hmm. having coffee, looking over his shoulder, waiting for Paige to pop up behind a tree. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. He didn't call her and ask her permission because she already had made it like abundantly clear he can't have a one-on-one with Naomi. Yeah. And it was so dumb because Craig's yeah. not smart enough to realize that he should have just invited a third party in. That's true, too. <laughs> I have <laughs> a pretty nuanced take on this, I think, in that... They, Craig and Naomi did just hook up, so that's, you know, a a point towards Paige being a little uncomfortable with it. And also, this, Naomi, like, was very weird about hanging out with Craig when she was just in her last relationship. Mm -hmm. Like, she wouldn't hang out with Craig. So. I think that it's, you know, pretty natural to want to feel wanted, and we see it with Madison, like, loving, torturing Austin, and with... Naomi and Craig, I think that she wants to feel like she kind of has him on this emotional leash, whether or not it's romantic or not. Mm -hmm. And the funny thing is, like, so Paige said, like, oh, I don't care. You hooked up with Naomi while we're figuring things out, aka we're already dating. And that really bothered me because, like, obviously you're not okay with that. Like, very Mm -hmm. few people slash Mm -hmm. anybody would be okay with that. But now you're making a big deal that they can't get coffee together. So you're telling me you're okay, like, him sticking his pee-pee in her and you won't let her have coffee with her yeah but I sorry see, for saying pee pee <laughs> no but i see why Paige is worried that craig is trying to figure out how he can legally hang out with naomi yeah okay i guess yeah okay i forgot the reason yeah. i really hate olivia someone who i now remember her name because i wrote it down on my note she treated vanita so horribly by not inviting her to this all cast clam bake luckily the producers did a solid by giving vanita so many single scenes because Mm -hmm. she was by herself that it made up for the fact that she wasn't on the ensemble group but like what the hell olivia 
I think Olivia's here for a weird reason. I think we're going to find out she's somebody's niece or we know that Leva's getting her own show and Olivia's parents are investors. Maybe they're trying to introduce Olivia to us because she's going to be on that show or something. Mm-hmm. But she was introduced to us as Catherine's friend. I don't know. I I think her shelf life is She's a one short. and done. Yes. I mean, in the history of Southern Charm, there have been a lot of women that are Olivia, like that same age, that truly just come and go. And we will forget about Olivia, I feel like, by next season. I mean, I'm already halfway there. <laughs> one word. Yeah. Who did more than Olivia? Danny. Yes. And you forgot yes. about her until I just said it. Yeah. Um, I'll say her not inviting um, Vanita was also bad for Vanita because now Vanita's in that horrible new Bravo cast member place of now we're going to explore your dark family history and try to make your mom like have these uncomfortable conversations with you, which is one of my least favorite Bravo subplots. So I hope that's not her season long arc. It's also very clear that Vanita knew that her dad had like a secret family. Yeah. So, like, you're kind of exploiting your mom's pain for television. Because you didn't get invited to the clam bake. Wow, Julia. That's a depressing <laughs> sentence. Okay, are we ready for Atlanta? Sure. All right, Atlanta. Um, Kenya is doing Julia's least favorite thing, which is refusing to go on trips. She said, I'm not going to go to Marlo's trip and then made a big deal about coming later. And now she's threatening not to go on another trip. Is she threatening not to go on Yeah, she said, like, I'm not even going to go. And I was like, Kenya, no, she's going to go. I was totally team Kenya, though. 100%. Because Sonia didn't mean to come across that caddy. But in the room with Sheree and Marlo, she ended up coming across super condescending, as Kenya said. And I get why Sonia thinks that she came from a place of love because that's what it was intended. But in the giggly room of Le Archive, she came Exactly. Up. When it's a group call context and you mm-hmm. have like three of your friends being like, look, we don't want you to feel weird. It does come across as very condescending. And one of those girls is Marlo. Yeah, yeah, so that's going to be an extra, you know, twist of the knife. I also have a tough Lay Archive note, and that is that we were jumping back and forth from Lay Archive and Ace's party on the gaming truck, and the gaming truck was in fact larger than Lay Archive. Yeah. Anyway, end of thought. Um, with Sonia, you don't need to remind Kenya she's single. I'm pretty sure she's aware. Yeah. You don't need to explain it. You can say everybody's bringing a plus one. Feel free to bring a girlfriend, anybody you want to bring, a friend. If you're seeing somebody, whoever you want, bring somebody. Don't feel like you need to bring, like, a guy. But she had already said that. She said it to Kenya already? Yeah, that was the second call to remind her that she had said that. Oof. 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 I love Sonya. She's kind of messy but oof, oof, oof. she provided a common enemy where they all came together to bash the Sheree birthday party where all of them including Sheree were like we did not need this we did not need this birthday oh, party oh it was so embarrassing <laughs> it was hilarious um Marlo is mad at Candy for question mark <laughs> like why Marlo's saying that Candy like this is another piece of evidence that Candy's not a good friend to me because she didn't go and defend her in the Kenya whatever. But, like, I thought Candy was doing a great job beating everybody. I think that Marlo's just feeling angry and doesn't really know how to deal with that. I think Marlo's establishing alliances. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
I think that she knows she's lost Candy to Kenya and she has her Sonia Sheree alliance and that's what's happening. Yeah. And she knows having Candy on your team carries a lot of weight too. And also like her and Candy go back a long time. Um, but I do agree that it is weird. She's putting so much onto her friendship with Candy. Whereas like Candy seems to treat everyone the exact same way. Mm-hmm. I, and I think that's actually Marlo's problem is that Candy treats everyone yeah. the same way. But from Candy's point of view, what has Marlo done for Candy? I had a big breakthrough this week. I've been anti-Todd. No, Julia, this is the... Why do you take the wrong stance on everything? Continue your thought, but I'm already pre-mad at you. Go. <laughs> I am now team Todd. No. I know. I'm, I already have my rebuttal to you, Julia. Yeah, me too. Okay. You're on the wrong side of history. <laughs> Constantly. He was yeah, pissing you- me off this whole episode. We keep having to hear about the fucking condo. Can't stand it. But Todd was so supportive of Candy to produce another Broadway show. And his... It's just less money for the kids made me laugh okay that did make me laugh that was a very cute way to wrap up their argument Uh, i do want to point out that julia is the kyle richards of this podcast (laughs) shockingly on the wrong side no matter what we're talking about Um, well i you were team todd in a way i wasn't expecting so i thought we were (laughs) talking about the trust oh no i mean but he went into candy's office and was just like I thought about it. You're so right. I would never do what you will want to do. You better have that in writing. I will not be writing checks. Here's why I am anti-Todd in this, is that it's Candy's money. Yeah. Oh, shit. (laughs) Which we had a great graphic for. Oh, no. Yeah, it's not like he's got skin in the game at all. Todd, I tried. I'm now cold on Todd again. (laughs) (laughs) Even though in theory, like, I agree, like, yeah, withhold. You know, I think that, like, in principle, he's probably correct as like a parenting move, but it's not like his money to like make that decision with. This is my problem with the Todd thing, Alex. You're totally right. Todd wants the girls, as in the two daughters, Riley, which is Candy's, and then Kayla, which is his daughter, to be independent. You know who's not independent? Todd. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's a trust fund husband. Yeah. Yeah, and he doesn't want Riley to get all of his money. And, like, you can tell that Kayla is, like, upset. Like, dude, my dad's trying to do nice things for me, but he fucking sucks. Like, you can tell that's what she <laughs> thinks. And it's a hard mm-hmm. position for Candy to be in because she wants to shower, I'm assuming, as much love because she has the means to on Kayla. But she doesn't have, like, the parental authority to be uh-huh. able to pull it off and make it equal between Kayla and Riley. And I'm sure it won't be equal in the trust, but I'm sure Candy is not going to be ungenerous to Kayla. No, absolutely not. Kayla's no. going to get something. It's just weird to think that, like, if Candy dies, Kayla will remain without anything, in theory. Oh, I'm sure she'll and be fine. Riley yeah. will lose her finances, and Todd will somehow say exactly the same. <laughs> so, like, that's kind of where I'm like, all right, Todd, let's get off okay. your high horse. Also, the fact that he storms out and said, y'all are disrespectful. I'm like, okay, yeah. you're fine. He should be resting on his laurels and just happy with the fact that she is considering it, like, their trust that they're giving. Yeah, you know? he should be very... <laughs> he's, like, shocked that he's not a equal partner in everything. <laughs> when Bravo broke down the list of Candy's assets and Todd's asset, which was one thing I didn't read and the other thing, the condo. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, and condo. also, like... Maybe the, I like the condo. Never sh- mind, I've changed our stance. I think the condo's awesome. You hate the condo. <laughs> yeah, you don't remember. Todd. Let's go back two episodes. You hate the condo. <laughs> and... Their shared asset was the restaurant, 
Because she put Todd's name on it. Todd's not contributing. True. He knows he has to support these Broadway shows because if he wants his another restaurant, he needs to be able to be like, come at that with the same rah-rah. Yeah. I'm excited for Jamaica. Me too. I think it'll Me be too. really good. I'm excited to watch Ross uh, get involved in the ladies drama and, you know, different franchises have different thoughts on the men getting involved. So mm-hmm. we'll have to see. Yes. All right. We ready for Beverly Hills? Yes. Beverly Hills. Um, the Rena and Sutton lunch. What the fuck was that? Rena just in full villain mode. And Sutton, like, not wanting to take that on. Mm-hmm. Well, like, Rena's saying I want to hurt you and all of this stuff. Like, so she says that, and then later on at the Rena wine tasting, just... Totally going back on everything that she said that she no longer forgives her. Also, I'm so sick of Harry Hamlin being treated like we care about him at all. I hate the Harry PR. You disrespected Harry Hamlin. Nobody cares. I mean, Garcelle disrespected his sauce. Sutton disrespected his table charity purchasing. I mean, the boy's been going through some hard times, you guys. (laughs) <laughs> so nobody like you know the what are they called the fox force fives you know we only had dorit there really and erica i guess but nobody was going yeah behind rena as she's going off on Sutton. it's because it was just wild everyone was calm having a good time drinking rosé and she started cackling mm-hmm. saying if you go against my family ah! it was Wild to where she kicked Sutton out of her house, but it it was coming from such a non-reality based place. Sutton didn't even shift in her seat. Didn't even like pretend like she Mm -hmm. was going to leave. It felt so false. I kind of feel like she knows her time in Beverly Hills is on Uh, and she's doing like the shotgun approach where she's trying to be nice. She's trying to be a pussycat. She's having lunch with all the I was going to say that. It feels like... She's anticipating the backlash she's going to get for this season and saying things like, everyone says I'm such a bitch, you know, to try to like level it out a little or like add some humor to it or make her seem like she's like self-aware, but it's clearly the wrong approach. It's backfiring. Yeah. And then this, she was the worst behaved person at her own product launch because it's usually the product launcher is getting mad at someone for ruining Mm -hmm. their product launch. But Mm -hmm. this time she was her own product fail and she couldn't even remember if it was a Rina Rita or a Rina Teeny. She is so unfocused. She probably is having a really hard time with Lois's death, but let's not forget. She's going to blame all of it on Lois's death. It's hard to blame a 97 year old woman for dying. And they all use Sutton as the scapegoat of all of their problems i think it's because sutton seems like weirdly unfazed by it i mean rena even says i like to fuck with you because i know that you can take it they are so jealous of sutton and garcelle's friendship erica wants garcelle to be her friend so badly and i actually kind of loved their conversation this episode where there it was like the first time like i felt Erica's behavior last season and the Erica of it all was truly addressed in this Garcelle and Erica thing where Garcelle's like, yeah, I still don't really like believe you. Believe you. Yeah, I thought that was great. And Erica like reacted in a very calm way. Erica really wants Garcelle to be on her side. 
Oh, and then Jarit's in the same camp. G. G. Like, when did we start mm-hmm. calling ourselves G? Which is funny because have you noticed that anytime there's something bad that's happening and Dorit's retelling a story, she starts with going, G! I didn't notice that. <laughs> like, like, oh gosh. But she goes, G! <laughs> that's hilarious. So she's just trying to get her tagline cemented. Um, it, these women yes. are so funny because they're talking shit about Crystal behind her back and her eating disorder. Oh, God. Which yeah. was gross. Mm-hmm. And they're saying, like, well, we're so worried about her. It's irresponsible for her to, like, basically be on the show, which is which is what we've said. But they are kind of going about it in the different way. Then they're saying, Erica can't drink. Erica says, I can't drink. And then Erica drinks in front of them. And they're all like, oh, that's crazy. Also, Keep they are inviting her to every single drinking event possible. Yeah. I think that they're sensing that Sutton and Garcelle are the new generation of Beverly Hills. And we've had, and I don't like to play housewives like the survivor game Elizabeth plays. With there can it. only be one. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think the era of the Dreet, the Erica, the Kyle, and the Rena is kind of coming to a close. Especially with all this, yeah. you know, Erica's been served with yet another lawsuit and things are coming out more and more. Like, she, she kind of can't be on this mm-hmm. show anymore. It's just funny, though, that their strategy of staying afloat is, like, trying to be on Garcelle's good side, but they'll never be able to do that if they keep tearing down Sutton as the other part of their strategy. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the weird thing. Okay, how come Kyle was just a good friend to Erica last season by standing up for her while Erica is being, like, charged with actual crimes? Mm-hmm. And Garcelle just baby Sutton? How come Garcelle's not doing the exact same thing that Kyle did? How are those two things different? Right. Mm-hmm. I also think that if Cherie had a diamond... There's something about Cherie and Garcelle that we're not seeing. She's I getting edited out. Whenever we get her in, she is cute and charming and funny. She I- came in and was like, what the fuck's wrong with you, son? Why does everybody hate you? Like, But in a very blatant way. <laughs> like, but then the answer got cut. So I don't know. There's something. There's, there's something, something happening. There. Speaking of editing out, my Kathy corner this week uh, has to do with... Um, Something that is said by Rinna when talking to all the ladies over FaceTime about who has COVID, who doesn't. And um, she says that Kathy is one of the last ones standing, implying that Kathy has been around way more this season and we're just not seeing her. That all the Kathy stuff has been cut out. Really? Oh, I just took it as she hasn't had COVID yet. No, but he's saying that she's being included in the group of the people who are standing. Like, if she's... Oh. A, I, right, Alex? That's what you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I kind of caught that, too. Like, that's weird. Why are we including Kathy? They're acting like she was here, like, last season, but she's not. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. And we know that there was some contract issues. So I think Kathy has been around. Oh, these editors. I know, and we know that they have a new batch of them because Kyle's terrible at it. Yes. (laughs) All right, are we ready for awards? Yes. Yes. All right, awards. My Nail in the Coffin of Friendship Award goes to Southern Charm. Um, We had two nail-based friendship moments, and by nail, I mean fingernails. Austin and Catherine solidified their friendship during gossip time by getting their nails done. And Craig said that he and Naomi's meetup didn't count as a friendship meetup because they were not getting their nails done. So now we know the basis <laughs> for a friendship in the South. <laughs> mm-hmm. Alex, your award. 
The Alex's Life Reflected on Bravo Award (laughs) goes to Sutton from Beverly Hills, who, on the very day I made myself some chicken salad for the week, I saw Sutton making chicken salad for her family. Alex, (laughs) Something I rarely ever make. It was a very strange moment. Life imitates art, which imitates life art. And Austin's mom made us egg salad. (gasps) I know. It kept getting crazier and crazier for me. Okay, I'm I'm so sorry. I'm going to derail this for half a second. Shep's reaction to egg salad is all you need to know about him as a person. But he was super polite to Austin's mom to her face. Which also (laughs) goes with who he is as a person. Yes. He's a little boy in a big boy costume. Julia, your award. <laughs> also, he kept saying that stupid lemon joke when he and Taylor were wearing matching lemon outfits. Like, our relationship is a lemon. And that was annoying. I know. Okay. Not Sorry. a good week for Chef. <laughs> but speaking of more matching ensembles, I don't know if you noticed, but we had the same Chanel suit this week. Rena wore a Chanel suit in her testimonials that she by Sheree <gasps> wore to her uh-huh. poorly catered birthday party and Mm. so i'm going to do a who were it best and it could just be because i can't stand renna right now but renna you lose she by sheree congratulations for wearing the chanel suit best bravo oh what an excellent week well thank you guys so much for joining me thank you elizabeth anytime You can catch new episodes of the Don't Be All Like Uncool podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. You can also follow us on Instagram at likeuncoolpodcast. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and mention it all.